Good afternoon everybody. Honorable Dr. Sunil Samant, my senior friend and the selfless admirer Dr. Amy Sheikh and friends. Before I begin, let me say a couple of words about Dr. Sheikh. I don't know whether he appreciates this analogy, but as my topic is related to computer, I would be using a metaphor related to computer. I think for all of us, he has worked as a UPS, uninterrupted power supply. Whenever you have interruptions in your emotional power, he supplies. So I wanted to say this. Maybe it is digression, so I apologize for that and then switch over to my topic. Uh, my topic is uh, worded in a technical way. From face to Facebook, mediated communication and interpersonal relationships in the digital age. I'll be talking about three things basically and these three things are from face to Facebook that is the evolution of human communication system from face to Facebook. Facebook is just an example of mediated communication. Then I will be talking about computer mediated communication. But I have deleted the word computer from my title because as you are aware computers are getting outdated these days and we are using even smarter and smaller gadgets for communication. That is why I have just used the word mediated communication. And then I should be talking about the effect of mediated communication on interpersonal relationships. But what do I mean by communication? I have adopted an untraditional view on communication. Usually it is said that communication is the transfer of information from the sender to the receiver and the other way around. 
that is called a parcel post model of communication which i don't really accept what is communication for me communication is the co-construction of a reality using a system of signs and mutually acceptable set of principles which make exchange possible and provide the rules needed to govern it. This is a recent definition of communication. I have also accepted a second definition of communication and how does it read communication is not only or not so much a transfer of information but also the activation of a psychosocial relationship the process by which interlocutors co-construct an area of reality now what do i mean by this we communicate and by way of communication we construct or rather co-construct the world we live in and we also experience the world we create so for me communication is not a means of just exchanging ideas and thoughts but it's a means of living our day-to-day -day life through interpersonal relationships but if we are talking about face-to-face -face communication i mean that is how language began if i'm asked to narrate the story of language the journey of language then it could be said that language began with sound then it was represented through written symbols and now we have a one we have a smarter medium which combines both sound and the text what we call multimedia so cmc or computer mediated communication has in a sense revolutionized the process of communication david bristol one of the leading linguists living linguists says internet has revolutionized our process of communication and therefore we can say for communication we used sounds then letters and now sound letters images animation graphics and what not 
So now communication is a multimodal system. And if we are talking about globalization and the technological boom, as it is said, then globalization has facilitated our mobility in space and time. People move from place to place and so only face-to-face -face communication is not enough. So, how can we communicate now? Communication is classified in terms of time and place, as you can see. Face-to-face -face interaction means same time and same place. We communicate in real time and in the same place. Then we have asynchronous interaction, different time and same place. Then we have same time but different places. When we talk on our mobile phones, we are placed at different places but we are talking at the same time. So, today communication takes place in different ways in terms of time and space. Now, if we take this into account, how can we define face-to-face -face communication or F2F as it is called? For me, face-to-face -face communication is the space-based synchronous form of communication. Face to face at the same place and at the same time where the so-called the sender and the receiver are placed in the same context, physical context. And what does it include therefore? It includes multiple verbal and non-verbal cues. It is a simultaneous process. I will be talking about the other features of face-to-face -face communication at a later stage when I compare CMC with F2M. For now, let us move to the tentative definition of CMC. What does this mean? It is the use of computers and computer networks for communication purposes. Or you could say communication by means of electronic devices. Therefore, we have alternative terms such as electronic communication, digital communication, technological communication. But CMC is a widely used term and therefore I have retained it in my presentation. 
Now, what are the varieties of communication? To name a few, we have first generation and second generation modes of mediated communication. Email, which uses letters, texting, instant messaging, chat rooms, discussion rooms, fan sites, online support groups, Facebook, Twitter, Skype, LinkedIn, message boards, Second Life and the other virtual environments. And there are so many. It is difficult to enumerate all of them. But let us classify these media into two convenient groups. What are those groups? One is mass media and the other is interactive media. And of course I will be talking about the interactive media. In mass media you have more or less one way communication. In interactive media you have the extension of what we can say face to face communication. If you just have a look at these developments, how the CMC evolved. It evolved in the, 19, in the year 1969 when the first commercial online service was made available by CompuServe. In 1971, first email was sent. Then, in the year 2004, Facebook was launched, 10 years before, which has mm, have had a great impact on the communication process. Then came Twitter. And then came the Android system and the mobile applications for communication. Now we have to see how these developments in the technological fields have affected have affected our ways of communication. And there are multiple theories of CMC. And I could have chosen just one theory and adopted it to my presentation. But I thought I would introduce a few of them tentatively and then arrive at, own, at my own conclusions. What are the theories? The first theory was the social presence theory. Then we have the media richness theory. Then the common ground theory. Media synchronicity theory. The social identity model of de-individuation. Then we have warranting and then the efficiency framework. 
and there are there are so many other series but i have used these just as a as a sample now what does this social presence theory say now social presence theory says that the face to face communication is the ideal way ideal way of communication because there the two interlocutors are present in the physical the same physical environment and therefore the verbal and non verbal cues are transmitted and communication takes place in these ways so this social presence affects the interpersonal relationship so you can transmit the feeling of warmth and affection through the non verbal communication and it is said around 7% of our message is conveyed through the later just 7% and the rest of it is communicated through two things non verbal communication and the para language language of our voice around 54% of our message is communicated through the non verbal mode and around 37% is communicated through our voice now if the voice is removed and if the non verbal aspect is removed how can we communicate that won't be a successful communication and that is why the social presence theory says that the importance of physical presence in the setting where communication takes place is essential but this theory thinks that the face to face communication is the ideal communication and cmc is inferior to it but that's not the fact so we have a new theory and that is media richness theory now what does this media richness theory say it says one medium can be rich or richer than the other medium so face to face communication is one medium okay and the cmc or computer mediated communication is the another medium but if the computer mediated communication lacks the social presence it can be rich in some other ways so earlier you could just imagine that we had landline telephones and only voice was the mode of communication and there were no non verbal cues but it was better than the later we used to send inland letters because later cannot communicate the whole personality and the whole message and therefore it was appreciated because why voice has something human in it but that was not enough again we want image also so there is now video calling 
where you have image as well as the sound you have the non verbal aspect as well as the paralinguistic aspect now if you have this then is it better than the face to face communication that is the question and i am going to compare f to f with cmc at a later stage as i said but before that let us look at the parameters of a communicative environment which the common ground theory attempts as dr shake referred to yesterday there is this shared content and unless that is there there can't be communication there are some other parameters let me enumerate them for you the common ground theory says co-presence which is there in ftm the sender and the receiver are present in the same environment and therefore there is visibility the sender can see the receiver and vice versa there is audibility face to face communication is possible only in the range of a few meters i cannot have natural face to face communication with the person sitting in the another college and even here i have to amplify my voice with this mechanical device so face to face communication has this limitation of the range of human voice the limitation of audibility and the limitation of visibility because i can't be as visible to the first person i mean i can't be as visible to the last person as i am to the person sitting in the first row so there is the limit of our natural eyesight but how are these compensated with the help of technology that is my point there is synchronicity as i said message is received i mean it is transferred and then received very immediately in real time that is simultaneity both the speakers and the listeners have their own turns sequentiality these turns cannot be disturbed pragmatically same there is reviewability which is not of course available in face to face communication or reprocessability able to review others messages then revisability or rehearsability which is the ability to revise messages before they are sent now look at the comparison 
Now, if we take these parameters into consideration, how can we define CMC and F to F? Now, take some examples of CMC. Video conference, telephone, the chat, email, and then traditional later. In face-to-face -face communication, as I said, there is co-presence, visibility, audibility, synchronicity, simultaneity, and even sequentiality. But there is no reviewability and revisability, which is a great thing. I mean, unless you revise your statements, I mean, which you have made by mistake, you cannot repair the interpersonal relationship. In face-to-face -face communication, we have this repair mechanism. But in CMC, there is no need to repair communication at all because you can think of your messages well in time. Before you send, you can edit your messages. While talking online, while talking face to face, we cannot edit our messages. In video conferencing, what do we have? We don't have co-presence. One person is sitting in England, the other is in DG College. Okay? There is no co-presence. But there is visibility which is possible because of the technology then audibility, then synchronicity and simultaneity. So video conferencing, as I said, is the extension of face-to-face -face communication. If you take telephone, for instance, I mean traditional calling, there is only audibility, synchronicity, simultaneity and sequentiality. In email, you don't have voice, you don't have the non-verbal aspect, but you have revisability and reviewability. In later, you also have these two things. Now, I hope I am making sense and I am trying to redefine CMC and even face-to-face -face communication. Usually it is said that only through the face-to-face -face communication we can develop interpersonal relationships. Now, to give you an example, maybe a week ago I did not know Dr. Kursiratta. I mean, I knew her by name, but I did not know the personality. One day she gave me a call and I could have my own mental image. It is called in technical term pre-interaction expectancy. So I could have that and then I thought well she seems to be a lady with soft skills as Dr. Arundhati Pawar said. 
so my first audio image if i can say was soft pleasant and i thought i should go to dg college in fact i had to as dr shake had recommended but this conveyed something voice conveys our emotions and images before that i might have received the formal invitation later no posted by this office at my college address that was the traditional way of communication which has nothing human in it i mean i'm not criticizing i am talking about the medium now had i had the facility of video calling maybe had i had used 3g for instance then i could have directly seen her from distance you know so we should not say that face to face communication is the golden way of of forming impressions about other people and developing interpersonal relationships now what i am trying to say is that we cannot and should not oppose the developments in technology rather we should try to use technology in a creative way to better our real lives and you know the medium itself is trying to compensate for what it lacks as i said if cmc is lacking in co-presence you know it cannot convey the warmth of the personality you know you could have just asked me to interact with you sitting in my home or sitting in my office and we could have the same interaction but there would not have been interpersonal relationship the warmth of it you could have just had the transfer of uh, knowledge if it is at there at all so cmc lacks this human touch it cannot communicate all human feelings but it is trying to compensate with some new techniques for instance if you want to say that my lecture is good if at all you want to say then what you can do you can just send me a sms with this signal you know the yesterday we had this which means good at least for me it means good somebody is not threatening me isn't it? this is called an emoticon an icon which is devised for expressing some emotion so it is a compensatory mode for cmc so we can observe there are so many emoticons and smileys and other signs which are trying to compensate for the non verbal cues that we do not have in cmc 
but the problem is i mean the bad side effect of this is that language itself is getting reduced to symbols which are ambiguous in nature you cannot replace a word by an emoticon because word is always a better and a richer means of communication so had i presented my entire presentation through emoticons it would not have been an intelligible presentation so word though it is a traditional um, mode of communication is still relevant and still rich for communicating what we want to so though i am all for cmc i am not appreciating these emoticons because they have introduced an element of reduction in language they have an reducting they have a reducting they reduce word to a vague sign but i am not against the technology itself i am against the use of it why because there is the next theory media synchronicity theory now when i am conversing with somebody how, how many people can be involved there is a limitation now i can communicate with you all because you are sitting here in this hall but at the same time i cannot communicate with all people in satara or other cities but with the help of technology you can have an interaction with people sitting in multiple cities across different countries this is media synchronicity for instance suppose there is a doctor and he needs and needs a medical advice uh, very urgently because he is treating some patients he can get advice from different places at the same time and then he can devise his own strategy for curing the patient and then the patient can develop his own interpersonal relationships if he is alive this is possible because of cmc now the word interpersonal relationship is being used without definition it is being used vaguely you know there are various modes you could say personal impersonal interpersonal relationships and if we say interpersonal relationship is a relationship between or among human beings or among persons technology is adding a new element in it and that is called hyperpersonal relationship now what does this mean see if we are face to face and we are meeting for the first time 
and we want to initiate a relationship what do we do we go on communicating and at the same time we try to form impressions about each other and then we judge internally whether we should continue the relationship develop it further or should we discontinue that now the interesting thing is suppose there is a person who is handicapped i mean i'm not making any value judgments just an example and you know he is cautious about his own physical appearance and he wants to develop of course interpersonal relationship but he has an obstacle the physical obstacle and that obstacle is there because of the co-presence and the visibility what happens is the other person is unnecessarily noticing the features of his personality which should not matter in a relationship so if the other person is blind it should not matter if the voice of the other person is not so pleasant it should not matter in a relationship am i right but unfortunately in face to face communication we cannot control these transmissions of unpleasant features and that hampers our relationship interestingly what cmc is trying to do mediated communication is trying to do it can give the sender an opportunity to choose the pleasant features of his personality and present them in a preferential way so that he can project his positive side first and the negative side may be neglected or it would be presented later and perhaps it may not affect the relationship once it is developed that is going beyond the personal and interpersonal hyperpersonal so i am not just talking about the interpersonal relationships because they are very very complicated you know and if face to face communication is the medium of developing these why do we have so many conflicts yeah suppose if we sit in the staff room and we talk to each other face to face and you know we even cannot face others you know that is a problem co presence is a problem because we cannot tolerate one another and we have to every day and we perhaps are paid for that but cmc is giving us a freedom of choosing the features of our personality and projecting them for developing better relationships but again there is a side effect and what is that side effect you know you can go to facebook or twitter or any other more if you are choosing the better aspects of your of your personality what happens in the pro- in the process you get deindividuated 
you in a sense you face your personality individuality because you are what you are with all the features positive or negative so perhaps by trying to develop hyper personal relationships uh, in an accelerated way you lose your individuality so we have to manage the technology in a very very careful way and that is why you know i i usually feel that technology is so crime friendly you know when the mobile phones came we started talking about i mean we started deceiving others about our exact location otherwise you know when there was a landline phone there was no chance you would have landed in trouble you are bound to be at home but when there is this mobility it has affected our communicative behavior ethically speaking and when i am in satara i may say no i am just in kolapur and may reach in a few minutes and you don't need a duty leave for that <coughs> isn't it so if we do not use technology in a very careful way we are bound to lose our individuality and forget about the interpersonal relationship so it is deception friendly technology is promoting deception and therefore we have so many complications but there are some theorists who say that this is just a beginning you cannot blame the technology people are not well trained in using technology and people are never never sufficiently ethical so <laughs> if i if i can say so so it's not the fault of technology and therefore there are some theories who say that technology is not promoting deception or unethical behavior but there are people who are communicating by using this mode in a real sense and they are making real relationships developing relationships that is that is the theory of warranty that technology is not promoting deception whatever the other person is saying by way of email must be true and i have to i have to believe that that is warranty but when we come to the overall effect of these two you know research has been there people have been interviewed if you want to form a relationship develop a relationship continue a relationship for a longer time what mode would you use you know just to give an example suppose there is a young boy who has happened to see a girl through a medium and he can initiate a relationship and she also can reciprocate in a positive way but can they continue this relationship for the whole life 
four presence is necessary. The physical vicinity is necessary. So, technology is giving you a medium which is not sufficient, which is complementary and not the main thing. Face-to-face communication has to be there. So, if I am away from home, I can have a talk with my wife on telephone, but if I am sitting in the hall and using the mobile phone for requesting a cup of tea to the wife who is in the kitchen, that would be the distorted way of communication. So, we have to learn how to use technology. And therefore, there is a challenge, which is the result of the digital era or globalization, you may say. That our communication process for the first time in its history has become multimodal. Earlier, there was no problem because there was no mobility. You know, in the agricultural age, for instance, the you know prediction was that the man who has gone to the field may return by the sunset. But now there is no guarantee that he would return at all, and he has to communicate through other modes, not necessarily face to face. So we have to be multimodal in developing our communicative competence. So we have to know how to use sound, how to use the letter, how to use image, how to use video and graphics and there are so many other ways. And you know there is an interesting thing, collective intelligence. You know, there are multiple intelligences, physical intelligence is there, social intelligence is there, emotional intelligence is being talked about much these days. But there is collective intelligence and I would call it technological intelligence. Because if I can see just a three-year-old child is using a mobile phone very, very efficiently, or perhaps more efficiently than the 30-year-old young boy or girl, what does this mean? The technological intelligence is added, is inbuilt in the child. How it has happened, you know, I don't know, that is the matter of research. Or perhaps we had this inbuilt, but there was no chance, no scope for it earlier. And that is why these children are using these modes for communicating. The problem is we are not enough aware of these phenomena. So there is collective intelligence. Now what do I mean by collective? Because each person is using different modes, so the other person has to use, you know, if some new person comes to me and he says, I am very happy to see you, but could you share your mobile number with me? And if I say, no, I don't use mobile phone, it means I'm not interested in developing interpersonal relationships. So you have to have a gadget, whether you like it or not. Then you have to 
you know, every time you cannot talk, you have to send an SMS. Or you could just use an emoticon, you know. So, multimodality has become the need of the R. That has almost become obligatory. And I am on the verge of my conclusion. Uh, how to on manage online relationship? You know, we can have professional relationships, organizational relationships, as well as we can have our personal relationships. But the type of relationship does not matter. We have to follow the netiquettes. We have to follow the ethical principles involved in the, in the efficient use of technology. And unless we do, I'm sorry, unless we do that, we cannot be efficient communicators in the digital era. I'll be just concluding with the advantages and disadvantages of CMC. You know, CMC has bridged the gap between the sound and the letter. Now we can use both at the same time. And we can, you know, accelerate uh, the process of developing interpersonal relationships. But unfortunately, there are more disadvantages than advantages. And we have found because of the misuse of this technology, interpersonal relationships have deteriorated to a great extent. A few months ago, a very rich lady committed suicide. I mean, at least it is reported so. Because somebody had tweeted that somebody was involved in some unethical relationship. And there are so many other such incidents. That is called cyberbullying. So if technology is not used ethically, it can you know, help us um, harm a relationship rather than develop it. There is cyber dumping. Now what is this? These days communication has itself become the prime need. You know, if in case you forget your mobile phone, you feel you have a sensation that you have lost one of the organs at home and then you cannot survive. Earlier there was no such emergency, urgency in communication. People used to develop relationships without even communicating. Where was communication without communication? And now there is over-communication which is leading to miscommunication. And therefore, everybody is trying to share something. Everybody is trying to like it. Whether he likes it or not, he, he has to like it, you know. And if you like a wrong message, you, you could land in trouble. And you could be taken to the police station as it happened. So, at least the youngsters should be aware of these things. Now, I'll be 
talking about the relevance of this field to the researchers and the teachers. You know, social sciences are so much interested in CMC. They are trying to see how these technological uh, developments are affecting interpersonal relationships. So we have to see how we can uh, go for research in this field. And there are various approaches. I will be mentioning only a few. The first is the socio-psychological approach. For, by this I mean communication is for the social purpose and the psychological purpose. And the kind of approach I have adopted for this presentation is the socio-psychological, not the linguistic one. Linguistic approach will say how linguistic deteriorations, if we can say, have taken place because of the advent of technology or if there are some creative uses of language which are unparalleled. Then we have the pragmatic approach and there is a sub-branch sub which studies the computer-mediated discourse. How computer or any technological gadget has affected turn-taking for instance, sequentiality for instance. And you know, uh, what I feel is when there was the STD call and when it was very costly, people might have learned the strategies of communicating through fewer words. So it must, must have affected the process of expressing and it must have also affected the process of interpreting. Otherwise in face to face communication you can have an extended talk and you cannot you know, communicate anything. So you talk much and say nothing. On the contrary, when you are talking on telephone and if, if it is not free, you say more and talk less. So this could be studied with the help of new developments in internet linguistics. Then the paralinguistic approach. I mean, we, the teachers, should take up such challenging topics and we should try to apply in our local situations how our students have learned the new habits of communication and whether they are developing the interpersonal relationships meaningfully. For this, we should also look at the pedagogical implications of CMC. I think. <coughs> Imagine a situation, there is a person who is talking about a new field and if the same is now a webcast in the whole district of Satara, there is no necessity of co-presence, there is no necessity of providing TA and DA. So we should try to use CMC for teaching in a more effective way and in a more learner-centered way. And um, I don't know whether my presentation was an attempt at cyberbullying, <laughs> but I hope I have uh, made some sense and that would affect the interpersonal relationships that we have in a positive way. Thank you so much.